This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, January 9th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. The president hopes to focus some attention on what he calls insourcing, but that term is as fraught with poor understanding as the ever-popular bad guy known as outsourcing. Dan Eikenson is associate director of the Cato Institute Center for Trade Policy Studies. He comments. First of all, it looks like the administration is using the term insourcing to refer exclusively to U.S. companies that have seen the light and are bringing jobs back into the United States, repatriating jobs, as as you say. The term insourcing has been used uh, by uh, organizations around Washington and economists really to mean foreign direct investment in the United States. So investment here that uh, adds value and could also create jobs in the United States. The problem with the term is that it sort of reinforces the misconception that outsourcing is such a bad thing. Outsourcing is really not a bad thing. Outsourcing is uh, companies avail themselves of the opportunity, particularly U.S. multinationals, to serve markets abroad uh, through outsourcing. It's easier to serve foreign markets uh, by uh, selling goods and services abroad, by setting up affiliates abroad, than it is to export. Uh, So... uh, Outsourcing has been associated with uh, job loss, job degradation in the United States when in fact, and the assertion has been that U.S. multinationals are outsourcing and then using those export platforms to cater to demand in the United States when in fact 90% of U.S. outsourced investment is used to serve demand abroad. Only about 10% of it comes back. So outsourcing is not a bad thing, but Americans think it's a bad thing. The use of the term insourcing reinforces that misconception. So uh, we need to be clear about what what we're describing here. And a related issue, outsourcing, that is companies that use foreign uh, affiliates in order to do some work, uh, quite often very little value is added in those, uh, the processes that are uh, done overseas. This is true. Uh, A lot of it is, you know, sales follow-up. A lot of it is um, packaging. A lot of it is customer relations. But insourcing in the United States is a good thing. I I don't limit my definition to U.S. companies deciding to come back. It's foreign companies wanting to invest in the United States as well. Uh, We have about 5.3 million Americans who are employed by foreign multinationals, the the U.S. affiliates of foreign nationals. Uh, And they are a very important part uh, of the economy. The Chinese uh, have uh, invested over a trillion dollars in U.S. government debt. They want to diversify their portfolio. They want to invest in in plants and mines and hotels. And up until this year, it has really been stunted, the amount of Chinese investment. We had about $1.2 billion of of direct foreign investment from China in the United States uh, through 2009. This year we have about $16 billion, and it is uh, the hurdles that have been erected political hurdles, the obstacles, uh, are, are slowly being overcome by the Chinese, and we should be welcoming of that. People talk about the trade deficit, and that I mean, when we have a trade deficit, that means that the country is bleeding jobs. Well, the flip side of the trade deficit, or the flip side of the current account deficit, is the capital account surplus, meaning the dollars that are coming back to the United States, whether those are dollars d- invested directly in plants, or in equities, or in government debt, uh, those monies help to create value in the United States and, and to create jobs. A lot of trade policy sounds good uh, on, on its face, but often these, uh, these policies, especially with regard to, I believe, Chinese tires and other, other similar policies, especially with regard to 
China have costs uh, that actually encourage the activities that the president and others are opposed to. Yeah, I mean, there is uh, businesses respond to the the environment. They they respond to the regulatory environment, uh, to the rules, and I mean, I think we need to characterize the global economy like this. I mean, governments are around the world are competing for investment and talent, and and, and that tends to flow to jurisdictions where the rule of law is clear and abided, where there is greater certainty to the business and, and political climate, uh, where the specter of asset expropriation is, is negligible, where you know physical and administrative infrastructure is in good shape, where the local workforce is productive, and, and where there are limited physical, political, and administrative frictions, and, and, and so on. So really there's a race to the top uh, among governments uh, to compete to secure for their people the, you know, the highest value-added rungs in these global supply chains. Um, the, the, the problem with our economy now, the reason the president is, is, is championing insourcing, uh, is, is that we have a problem in the labor market. We have uh, the reason businesses aren't investing have everything to do with uh, the best practices that I, that I just described. In the United States, the rule of law is no longer bedrock. Um, the business and political climates remain uncertain. Asset, a, asset expropriation through bankruptcy, through torts, uh, are real threats. The workforce doesn't have the skills that are required by producers and economy uh, at the technological fore like ours is. The regulatory environment is stifling. Compliance costs are eating into the bottom lines of more and more companies. And the corporate tax rate is highest among OECD countries in the United States, and that tends to keep resources offshore. So if, if the President and Congress were to pursue more optimal policies to create a better business climate, we would see a lot more insourcing. We would see a lot, uh, a lot of companies staying here to begin with and investing here. Uh, and that's what we need to do. We need to stop treating our institutional advantages with disdain. We need to be welcoming of, of immigrants. We need to be welcoming of skilled workers. Our policies right now are conspiring against us and sending resources abroad and, and deterring uh, insourcing, more or less. So I'm, I'm happy the president is talking about it. Let's let him uh, follow up with proper policies that invite it. Dan Eikenson is associate director of the Cato Institute Center for Trade Policy Studies. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.